a noodle-armed fireballer, a baseball-playing primate, and a whole lot of monkey business. All that and more with Ed, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. I've never seen garbage eat garbage before. It's embarrassing. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. It certainly does suck. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, one and all. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome Ooh, back in to Sucktastic oh. Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, I almost said regret. Endearment is yes. the name of the game. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes regret is a byproduct. Um, the verdict's still out as to whether or not that's how we feel about today's movie. Yes. Like you heard at the beginning, up top there, um, about our movie today. And we will get into that. Yes. But again, like Matt said, the verdict is still out. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Sucktastic Cinema. Uh, we very, very much appreciate your support. Um, all of you on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, thank you so much for following us. Thank you for mm. any feedback anybody's given. Yep. Uh, we very greatly, again, we appreciate it, and we implore you to please go on Apple Podcasts, um, give us ratings and reviews. Five-star ratings really help um, in the algorithm to give us exposure. Um, and don't just give a rating, you know, give a review of some type, even if you're just saying you listened or Please say something, you know, please, please go let us know. Yeah, he's like, please, I wish these guys would shut up. Five stars. Yes. Um, so do that. Follow us on um, on Stitcher and on uh, Spotify, Spotify, but also, Matt, why don't, you let, why, don't, yes, why don't you let everybody know where Apple they can podcasts. find us? Why don't you let everybody know where they can find us on social media? On social media? <sighs> yes. <laughs> you can find uh, us on... Me. Oh. Pardon me. Now who's the silly goose? I said uh, pardon me. Yes. That doesn't mean you're any less of a yeah. silly goose. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Sucktastic Pod. And then you can find us on Twitter. We're at Sucktastic Sin. So C-I-N as in cinema. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find us. So follow us. Uh, interact with us. I will always, always respond mm-hmm. because I've got nothing else better to do. Become a Sucktastic Sinner with us. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, I hey, like not bad. Sucktastic sinners. Yeah. Yes. Are you a sucktastic sinner? Let us know. Speaking of sins, Jesus Christ is in this movie that yes. we're talking about today. We'll get to that. Yeah. I was trying to build for a big reveal. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but I guess I'm going alone today. Mm. So check it later, Matt. See you next week. Okay, bye. Uh, anyway, it's movie time. Oh, you know, oh, movie time! And now for our feature presentation. Ed was released March 15th, 1996. So the time that this is dropping at the beginning of April 2nd today, everybody. Let us know is it April 2nd yeah. where you're at. Um, so the time that this is dropping April 2nd. So just uh, about three weeks ago, Ed celebrated its 25th anniversary. I don't know why there wasn't more fanfare around its 25th anniversary. Oh, uh, me neither. Matt LeBlanc should have taken responsibility. There should have been a, to celebrate a it. steelbook Blu-ray release. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Criterion Collection. Yeah. <laughs> 25th anniversary. There should have been one of those Zoom reunions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad, what the hell? Yeah. Like, put, why didn't you put together an Where's Ed reunion? reunion for Ed? You should have been on the Today Show. Yeah. Talking about the 25th. Oh, where are they now? <laughs> Yeah. Um, the what monkey, the fuck? The monkey has a college degree and three kids. Yeah. Human kids. Uh, but, <laughs> re- yeah. but released March 15th, 1996, directed by Bill uh, Kut- 
uh, Cooter Man. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Uh, Bill uh, Couterie. I don't know. Char- some, charcuterie. I don't, I don't know. Charcuterie some, boards. Something French. Yeah. Um, did you say charcuterie boards? Charcu- is that how you say it? Char- charcuterie? Those like dream boards? No. Those are like those meat and cheese platters. Oh, I don't know. Emery board. Just thinking of an emery board. That's what I'm thinking of for uh, keeping my nails properly maintained. Yes. Much like a guru. Much like an ape. Yes. Um, starring Matt LeBlanc. At this time, he was Joey from Friends. Yeah. he'd only uh, Friends had only been on for a couple years at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. By the time the movie was being made, it, I think it was made in 1995. Yeah. So, um, so like a season and a half yeah. season in. But Matt LeBlanc plays Jack Deuce Cooper. Uh, Jack Warden. Great. Two... G- Good, great character actors in this movie. Yeah, Bill Cobb. Bill, I love Bill yeah, Cobb. Jack Warden, Jack as, Warden. As, yeah. the, as head coach Chubb. Uh, Bill Cobbs as uh, tipped as Coach Tipton. Mm-hmm. Jane Brooke as Lydia, who, if you've seen Kindergarten Cop, she was uh, Zach's mother. She was yeah. in a brief scene that she abused child Zach. Yeah, she's like, I don't have to justify myself to yeah. you. Uh, so she was in that movie. Uh, Patrick Kerr as Kirby. Doran Fain as Lizzie. Jake Caputo and Denise Cheshire in the Ed costume. It was, yeah, a, per- it was a person in a costume, which exactly. that was one of the bits of trivia on IMDb. Is Matt LeBlanc said it wasn't a real monkey, it was a person in a costume. It's like, you don't duh. say. <laughs> uh, Jim O'Hare as Art yeah, the Announcer. Jerry Gergich. Jerry Gergich, which uh, we grew up watching this movie, like renting it from the mm-hmm. grocery store video, like video store. So it's been a few years since we watched it. I yeah. think we watched it in college once, but this was it was before. When we started watching it, in, when we watched yeah. it in college, like the last time, it was before we watched Parks and Rec. So, the you know one of the first ten minutes of the movie, Jim O'Hare shows up. We're like, oh, it's Jerry Gergich. It's Jerry Gergich, and he's a he's a delightful part of the movie. Yeah, he's the the baseball announcer. Uh, box office of four point four million on an approximately twenty four million dollar budget. So Ooh. this tanked in the box <laughs> office, which is funny. They have box office numbers because, like you said, we rented it so much mm-hmm. from. You know, grocery store, you know, mm-hmm. when grocery stores, you could rent videos. Yeah. And we rented it so much that I, as a kid, I just automatically assumed it was straight to video. Mm-hmm. And so when it has a lot of like notable licensed music yeah. in it, and I started reading more about it and I was like, this had a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. It was like an actual big studio movie. It's universal. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, but it's just funny because it's one of those, definitely one of those under the radar movies yeah um whether or not it's because it didn't get very much publicity or because the uh the premise is batshit crazy yeah um there's it's a fine line on how to make a movie about an animal playing sports works and yeah. usually it's uh that line is drawn after uh the first time you try it yeah um, you, and usually they get real animals in those movies, right? Which adds to the charm. Like the like, Airbud movies. It's like, yeah, it's silly, but it's a real golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Or like the MVP movies, it's an actual monkey. Train. So this is a person a real, in a suit. It's a real dragon and Shrek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it adds this to the surrealism. It's a person in a suit. It, yeah, it's, just it's like a David. It's almost like this is a David Lynch movie. It's, gotta, a, it's like something you see from Twin Peaks. Yeah, like yeah. like it's a person. Getting it out of the way, it's a person in a chimpanzee suit. Yeah. It's a convincing looking chimpanzee yeah. not, suit. Not like not like a Halloween costume. Right. Like it's yeah. someone's clear it you you can tell it's not a real monkey, but also it's like they've got prosthetics in the or anim, it's animatronics. It's like, in it's the, like an in animatronic the head, right? in, yeah. the, in the head. And it's a person in a fur Actual, monkey suit. Yeah. And it's a, a it's a very jarring look. It's very yeah. surreal looking and 
three quarters of the movie, it's super yeah. surreal, and we'll kind of get into that. Yeah. Um, but uh, if in case you, uh, so I know last week if you listened to Max Keeble, um, we kind of like for that episode as a novelty, we were like, oh, what's the V? What was the open for the VHS? I release? like that, and I want to keep, keep doing we're that. Keeping yeah. That. Um, so the opening to the Ed VHS, which uh, when I watched it yesterday, it all came back. To oh me. yeah, it's uh, it's the movie. It's the for the VHS release of the, the Steve Martin movie, Sergeant Bilko. Mm-hmm. Just Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Um, but it's an adapt an adaptation from a 1950s yeah. character. Yeah, Sergeant TV Bilko. show. Right? Uh, well, it wasn't the Sergeant Bilko show. It was a part mm-hmm. of another show. It was a character on another show. Oh okay. Um, I love Lucy. Yes, I love Flucy. Um, but in case you didn't know what Ed was about, Glance Heroes. The movie Ed is about a chimp with erectile dysfunction, and he plays e. baseball, yeah. so he knows what it's like to hit to get hard again. I guess he's a gay chimp. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, chimps can be gay too, or 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 maybe it's just the roar of the crowd, the sun shining during a Sunday nine, the vendors hawking their wares that makes this chimp's ballpark frank peanut and cracker jack off. <laughs> And it says it on the VHS box, so he can't get mad at me. Grabs his nutty nanner. Yeah. Um, No, but it's about a a monkey who plays baseball. He he doesn't really have erectile dysfunction. ED are the initials of erectile dysfunction, everyone. Ed, ED. Come on. Get your head. You you don't understand comedy. Get your life together. Um, Anyway, here's what the movie really is. So it opens up on a baseball tryout. The camera pans across a row of cleats, but mm-hmm. stops on a pair of cow shit caked boots. Yeah, and you can hear in the background like uh, someone obviously hitting a dinger. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, that's not gonna cut it today. You know, <laughs> I just hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just, they're talking about the pitcher. They're talking to the pitcher. Yeah. That's not gonna cut it. Yeah, you need to hit something five hundred feet. That was three hundred ninety-six. So yeah, then they pan on to yeah. the shit stained um, cowboy boots. But the the two running the tryout, the two people running the tryout, scoff at the bumpkin as we see him take the mound. Like so and so's gonna take him deep. Yeah. Today the, f- the farm boy rears back and fires away as the ball blazes and pops the catcher's mitt. The two running the trout are floored at the 100-mile-per-hour-plus fastball. Make a mental note of that as you're watching it. Yeah. Because there's a lot that doesn't make sense in regards to that. So they're both blown away, and they wonder the pitcher's Literally. Exper- they wonder the pitcher's experience, to which he responds, my mom's seen me pitch. I will yeah. say right now, Matt LeBlanc is good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's an enjoyable part of this movie, and plus... Given the premise and how stupid the script probably was, mm-hmm. he does the best with what he has. Plus, he has some of the Joey mannerism. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't like Friends at all, yeah. but I'm familiar with Friends enough yeah. because on weekday evenings, it was at 6 o'clock here in St. Louis. It mm-hmm. was either our, our ABC affiliate tour. We wanted to watch The Simpsons yeah. or our... WB or now CW affiliate to which our mom wanted to watch reruns of Friends. Yeah. Uh, the shows were still going just in syndication yeah. show on weekdays. So uh, from a young age, I didn't like Friends and I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And then I gave it a shot and I still don't like it. Yeah. Um, but Joey was the only like enjoyable yeah. part there. They're, they're asking him like, you ever play any pro ball, mm-hmm. semi-pro, little league? And then, yeah, it's like, no, sir, never played any ball. <laughs> no, sir, never played any ball. <laughs> to which you're like, he's you've never played baseball 
So well, that he's race, never but played then, organized right, baseball. Right, and, and I was about to say, yeah. oh, but then you're like, okay, he's a farm boy. He's probably never been off the farm that much. Yeah. He knows what baseball is, learned baseball, just never played any organized baseball. The turn baseball. of the century, that's pretty much all baseball players were in Major League yeah, Baseball, were right. farm boys and coal miners and stuff like that, blue-collar guys. Yeah. But he's like, uh, my mom's seen me pitch, indicating that he, Jack Cooper, has never played organized baseball. Needless yeah. to say, he gets a spot on the Santa Cruz Rockets minor league baseball team. Yes, he does. And his nickname, Deuce, is in reference to his curveball. Yes. Even okay. though he tried out with a fastball. I'm getting to that. Okay, all right. Um, we then see Coop, hours before he leaves to join the team, spooning his dog and doing his farm <laughs> chores, all the while he's gunning his fastball at every opportunity. Yeah, turning on the milking machine. Yeah. And then later he turns off a shower with there, it. And... and uh, before he leaves, his mother feeds him his favorite pig, but he denies it. Well, it's a fun. Well, I set that up just to say he, pre, has, a, he has a funny line before that. Preceding it is a Charlotte's Web reference. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Wilbur? Wilbur? He looks over to Spider and Web. He's like, Hey, Charlotte, where's Wilbur? Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, but um, it's like, Okay, yeah. that's kind of lame. He's but like, Oh, Wilbur. There's a few. Oh, Wilbur. Oh, Wilbur. There's a few there's there's a few jokes in this movie that are like really well like put together and really well yeah. delivered. It's a charming yeah. movie. So it's we, just ridiculous. We see so far only him like when he turns on the milking machine or when it's tryout. We see so far, okay, as an audience, he's got a great fastball. Awesome. That's our selling point with this guy. Mm-hmm. That's how we know he's like a good pitcher. He's got a really fast fastball. Yeah. Um and that's what gets him on the team. And, uh, yeah, so his mother feeds him, attempts to feed him his favorite pig, but he denies it. He's disgusted the animal was slaughtered as if he didn't know that's what happens when you own farm animals. <laughs> right, exactly. How long has he been a farm boy? Yeah. How many pigs has he lost, probably? It's not like Green Acres to where he was like a city boy. Yeah, like, and then now Why are you killing now the it's pigs? Farm living. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Why can't we just domesticate the pigs? Then I know gonna... I didn't like the smelly pig, but I don't think he needed to die. Well, well you know, Ava, there you're going to get really upset when you wake up in your mink bathrobe and see a pig splashing around in the tub nobody except our mom is going to get a green acres reference somebody might someone's give someone people will more get credit it. yeah um so instead you know of be eating a big hearty brec- country breakfast <laughs> mm, his dad sounds so good his dad tosses him a muffin instead and tells him to have fun he says you're ready he's like yeah. hey coop he's like he's ready uh coop then they catch a lot of muffins in uh, semi-pro mm-hmm. baseball. Uh, so they called the Muffin League. <laughs> yeah. uh, Coop then says something that would prove to be problematic for him later. Dad, it's baseball. How can I not have fun? Uh, That's going to come back around. We quickly see how it cannot be fun for Jack Deuce Cooper, like Matt said, uh, like Matt had mentioned earlier, uh, that he we've only Deuce. we've only seen him as a fireballer, but he's giving himself the nickname i guess dude because he, he's he's told people so although we've seen we've only seen him as a fireballer thus far apparently he's been telling people he has a monster curveball hence the name deuce yeah they're the only the only conclusion i was able to draw was that he gave himself the nickname yeah. like he he really admired people with you know uh really hooking curveballs like he's like jim palmer or yeah something. that's like taylor swift's being like hey taylor swift how you doing call me shredder yeah, I I rip a mean guitar solo. Calls me banjo, Billy Jean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
So for those of you that don't know, deuce, of course, is two, and that it's uh, two fingers is the catcher's sign for a, a curveball. Curve yeah. Um, Coop's having a really rough go during his first game, and he's hearing about it from the ravenous minor league crowd. Yeah. Everyone thus far, including coaches Chubb and Tipton, are fed up with Jack's insistence to use a shitty curveball, and he gets lit up by a racist tobacco-spitting slugger. Yeah, so the catcher on... Coop's team. George Lopez's friend. George, George Lopez's, George Lopez's show. Uh, I think there was his brother on that show. Oh, yeah, his brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy that played George Lopez's brother on George no, Lopez's show. I think show. it was just his friend. I don't know. Doesn't I matter. He's on the George Lopez show. I don't like show. George Lopez. So, so uh, he's 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 ethnic. Yeah. And the he's the, Hispanic. Yeah, he's Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish. Mm-hmm. Hispanic, yeah. I I I want to make sure I'm using the proper right. delineations. I think but, I think they just overarching just say oh he's from Mexico. Yeah. Um. So. But the uh, the the slugger walks up and says, "What are you looking at, Taco?" Yeah. So Which, in this edition of Is It Racist? Yes, <laughs> I say in today's context, yes. Yeah. And then's context, uh, still yes. Whisper, yes, yes. But it's like, but it's it's a joke. <sighs> it's funny how you go for Taco. <sighs> it's we're playing it off as a joke, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So. Deuce gets lit up. He's worth the deuce. Yep. Uh, so Cooper, I know it's deuce, but we're going to be calling Cooper from here yeah. on out. Deuce because he takes big shits. Yes, That's exactly. Why. Takes big farm boy shits. Yep. Post game, Coach Chubb is being, Co- Coach Chubby, who has ED, <laughs> uh, is being pestered by the owner's son, a twerpy guy with a bad hairpiece, Kirby. What a to, weasel. Yeah. To, he's, he's, he's he, like a really he, like, he's a really good weasel. He's a really cartoony weasel. Yeah. Um, Kirby, you know, the, the Weasley twerpy guy, the bad hair piece, who's the owner of the rocket son, um, is pestering, uh, Chubb to Nick's coop. Get rid of him. He's a choke artist. He's a choke artist. But Chubb says to give him time. Kirby then goes on to say his dad has acquired something special from the estate of Mm -hmm. deceased baseball great Mickey Mantle to help boost attendance and exposure, which I would like to know timelines on things because this is Coop's first game. Right. And he's already saying, he's a choke artist, Chubb. Get rid of him. And yeah, yeah, and then later on, it doesn't seem time has passed at all. But then Bill Cobb is like, game 30. And they're getting ready for like cuts and stuff like that. I don't know. And also, Coop appears to be their only starter. Yeah. Well, there's another guy named Barnett. Yeah, that's true. Who looks like who looks like he's trying to be Greg Maddox. He seems insistent that he's going to get called up to the show, even though Barnett never sees any time. Yeah. But that could just be typical sports movie. Like you're not. It's not a movie about Barnett. So it's a movie about Deuce. So of course, all you're going to see is Cooper. Let's pitching. just say that's the case. That's the case. It, that they have an actual rotation. It's just like in Major League. I'm sure the Indians yeah. have more pitchers than just, you know, the old guy and Rick Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Or like in Little Big League, I'm sure they have more than just Jonathan Silverman from Weekend at Bernie's yeah. and Luke from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And uh, the big and, relief pitcher. Yeah. Um, You're not a rat Blackout. Yeah. yeah, Blackout Gatling. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a great movie. I love that movie. Um, but, um, yeah, so Kirby says his dad has acquired something from the state of deceased baseball great Mickey Mantle mm. um, so that it can help boost exposure and uh, attendance for the Rockets. Coop is down in the dumps over his noodle alarm, but some encouragement from Jesus Christ and yes. an anecdote about Carlton Fisk helps a bit. Yes. Um, like Matt had mentioned before, Jim Caviezel, a.k.a. Jesus Christ Caviezel, is in this movie. <laughs> JC, Jim Caviezel... JC, Jesus Christ. Yep. Down. See where Mel Gibson's 
thought process was. Uh, Jim Caviezel's a horrible baseball player in this movie. Yeah. Maybe in real life, too. I don't know. Who knows? He's Art the, imitating life. Who knows? He's the Lord and Savior. Yeah. Uh, Chubb then promptly kills Thank Coop's... You, Lord. Yeah, Chubb promptly kills Coop's good mood by saying he's lousy. Well, he, Jim Caviezel's anecdote is weird because... What did he say? He said, Carlton Fisk for the Red Sox, no, like, never received any hassle from anyone... Then he went to the White Sox, changed his number, and now he's in the Hall of Fame. It's like, what? What does that even mean? You ever heard of the uh, the ALCS yeah. or the the World Big World Series home run from no, but, Carlton Fisk? Yeah, for, but for the like, Red Sox. The 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 anecdote is supposed to be encouraging to Coop how because he said Carlton Fisk never received any pushback for the Red Sox. Then he went changed his number and he's in the Hall of Fame. But none of that makes that doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't yeah. know exactly. I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> um, all I know is he told a Carlton Fisk anecdote, and then Chubb quickly comes out and like shoots everything yeah. what the Lord just said and says, yeah. "You're lousy, Coop. You yeah. suck." Chubbs is going to hell. It's like the only thing, the only way you're gonna get close to the Hall of Fame is your name. Yeah, Coop Burstown. You're gonna clean be cleaning up vomit around the. Hannes Wagner display. Yeah, because people get so, ever- <laughs> so excited that they vomit when they see Hannes Wagner. Yeah, exactly. Just like in the old days. <laughs> um, they had vomitoriums at Pirate Stadium uh, or wherever they played Forbes Fe- or Polo Grounds. Yeah, the uh, Polo Grounds. So Chubb asked Coop um, to go pick up the team's latest acquisition the next morning. Coop shows up at the bus uh, depot the next day to pick yeah. up what he thinks is a ball player mm-hmm. the bus driver who's another character actor yeah. you see if you see him you're like oh that guy is in period Stuff. pieces yeah. uh the, he, he was in amadeus <laughs> <laughs> he play, played amadeus's bookie just just imagine him in a powdered wig yeah i am now i am he's in sense and sensibility yeah he had he had the white pasty face paint on with red lips but also with like a a, a um kind of a close crop like um, yeah. buzz cut. Or <laughs> he didn't bother. Some scenes he didn't even wear the powdered wig. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense if you don't even know who we're talking yeah, about. Is, yeah. So the bus this is, we're amusing ourselves right yes, now. The bus driver tells him that the property is in the back of the bus, buried under a jacket and a glove. Coop grabs for the glove, and he's quickly met with a rapidly moving monkey hand. A monkey hand. And we get our first instance of a calling card of this movie, and that's sped up shots yeah. to create. Uh, to create comedy, I guess. To create this these wild, surreal, like yeah. out of out of this world and moments. There's a lot of them in this movie. Yeah, there's at least three or four. Yeah. And the universal question They're to usually most preceded by farts or something. Yeah. And the universal question to most is how will a monkey play into the upcoming events? However, as a baseball fan, the more pressing question is what the hell was a slack jawed baseball great like the big Oklahoman Mickey Mantle doing with a chimpanzee? Yeah, you you would think you would think baseball historians would have touched on that. Yeah, I feel like it was the year prior he died. He died, yeah. and so they're probably like, uh, "How does this monkey know how to play baseball?" Uh, Mickey Mantle, he, Mickey. He, he owned a chimp reserve. One of his pallbearers was his prize chimpanzee. <laughs> yeah, pallbearer. I want a prim- all primates as my pallbearers. All primates. That was said to the lore and the legend of Mickey Mantle. This primate um, is my Oklahoma. Yes. So this monkey's name is Ed, and he looks like Tom Waits. Uh, <laughs> he does look like Tom Waits. Pri- uh, musician Tom Waits. Yes. And occasional actor. Yes. He was in Mystery Men. Well, he's in several <laughs> yeah. things, but yeah. we know him from Mystery Men. Yep. Um, come Ed, here for, for the, the ladies. ladies. That's my team! <laughs> 
Ed is a person in a suit, like we said, who is crouching and has an animatronic head. Not a three-piece suit. Yeah, that would be funny. But he's wearing <laughs> he's wearing jeans, a cap, a and, a, and a Hawaiian shirt, and it's unsettling. Um, he's his getup is unsettling. His <laughs> movement is unsettling. <laughs> yeah, um, Coop realizes what he's in for, and he's none too pleased. The chimp monkeys around really, the chimp monkeying around <laughs> really tests Cooper's patience. Um, he pulls the joke to where he locks Cooper out of his car and then he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll unlock it. And then he locks it as Coop reaches for the door handle. Mm -hmm. But several times while he's doing that joke, he doesn't allow space for Coop to reach. You just see him unlock lock and it's like mm -hmm. okay you're not even doing the joke right and like monkey brains like the the chimp's head is like tremoring and he's like <laughs> yeah, he's like, and he's like <laughs> laughing sitting his, his head back and laughing ah oh, it's hilarious um it's prime comedy for a primate <laughs> um so they get going and ed arrives at the stadium he has these orgasmic fits of flailing around and pounding the ground whenever he sees baseball being played yeah there are several moments in this movie to where just from the look in ed's eyes mm -hmm. that i Think about those stories of people who own chimps and monkeys and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And these, the for years, they assimilate well to society. It's just like a person mm -hmm. that, you know, that people have nothing but good things to say. And then eventually they snap and their mm -hmm. dominant traits kick in, their animal instincts kick in, and they rip people's faces mm -hmm. off. There's a few times in this movie to where I, f I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. Like give it maybe a little longer than an hour and a half. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll see. Really, we'll see what this baby can do. Maybe that's how Mickey Mantle died. <laughs> yeah, chimp, this chimp ripped out it his heart. Wasn't cancer? No, it was a chimp tearing his head off. Yeah, and when they asked about it, his publicist is like, "Uh, cancer." It, the, that explains the closed casket funeral. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, he was, for the Mick. Yeah, he was uh, wasting away. You wouldn't have won. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have wanted you, to see your baseball hero you look like that. To remember Mickey Mantle as he was in the 1950s. Yeah, um, not with his face ripped off. I mean, cancer. I mean, no, not I mean. Not, that's what it was. Not to make, not making light of cancer. No, but just making fun of a guy who's been dead for 26 years. Yeah, um, which is okay. Yeah, that's okay. The statute of limitations on making fun of Mickey Mantle is up. Yes. It passed last year. <laughs> Finally. Um, yeah. Thank God. Thank Jim <laughs> Caviezel. Thank you, Jim Caviezel. <laughs> um, so thank in, you, Lord. In one of these conniption fits, Ed starts um, race, starts charging the field, and the players gather around Chubb, Kirby, and Kirby's little toady, Bud. Um, who, oh, yeah. Um, Kirby welcomes Ed, and uh, Ed snatches the hairpiece off of Kirby, and the monkey starts going bananas. Oh my goodness! That and was one of those instances to where it was kind of frightening. How like because the monkey didn't even look like he knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like because you got a like close and zoom in shot of yeah. Ed's face freaking yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. And like and they're diving for it, and the players are laughing, and it's it's a funny bit. Mm -hmm. um, they also learn Ed is their new mascot. Everybody settles back into their position during baseball practice. Scott Farkas is in this movie. Scott Farkas is in this movie. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Um, the guy from George Lopez show. <laughs> Everybody that we just named. Some guy from Martin Lawrence show. Yeah. I think his name's Stats. In the movie. Yeah. Because yeah. well, he, well, yeah, that's not his real name. Yeah, because he knows a lot about like rules and stats and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, which they only hint at like once. Yeah. Uh, but... Everybody during baseball practice settles back into position, and a ball's hit right at Chubb. Before the line drive pelts the elderly coach Boom. in the skull, a glove Ed shoots up and it. catches the ball in the nick of time. Come to find out, it's the monkey with lightning-fast reflexes. The players are all going crazy over Ed's ability. They're going ape. 
And they all accept him with open arms, and they run off the field playing grab ass with the chimp. Yeah. Um, they, t- they went off, they let the monkey tickle them. Yeah, the monkey's like trying to grab at them, and they're like all running away. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, no, if a monkey's trying to grab me, mm-hmm. well, I would be running away, but I wouldn't be laughing. It's not one of those sexually charged monkeys from Turbo Power Rangers movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go back, to, go back oh, and yeah. listen Episode to that. Episode one. Um, Coop, sexually it, charged. Shift into turbo. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> um, but the, the one person who isn't buying it is Coop, the one who mm-hmm. is and who is now just a who, stupid monkey. Who's responsible for Ed, essentially. Yeah. And he makes a joke to Chubb, commenting about how Ed, maybe Ed should play on the team then. Mm-hmm. Chubb walks away talking to himself, claiming that isn't a bad idea. That's which a pretty good idea. I can tell you now, it is a bad idea. It, and there's, I have issues with these animals playing sports movies. I got, I got a bone to pick with animals playing sports. Now, <laughs> granted, and we'll get to this. We'll get to it later, so I'll bring it up then. But I know what I'm getting into with these kinds of movies. But the, uh, the logic behind a lot of the reason they let these animals play. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I, it doesn't have to irritate me. Yeah, um, but it's my fault for watching them. Yeah, so it's ma- mm-hmm. mainly I exaggerate my mm-hmm. uh, irritants in the name of uh, comedy. So when it comes down to it, I'm the fool. Yeah, exactly. I, I, why don't I turn off the movie? Because yeah. I don't want to. Because I'm not actually mad, but it's funny to act like I'm mad. Yes. Speaking of things being mad, like you said before. The biggest issue is chimps can be docile and sweet for mm. years, even a whole lifetime for somebody. Yeah. And they may even win you a World Series or two. But one day, a switch flips in their animal brains. Then you'll get headlines of disgraced former baseball player Ed the Chimp rips team's face off mm-hmm. just when you think you know a guy. Yeah, on on the very day he's being honored at, at Dodger the, Stadium. In Cooperstown. In Cooperstown. <laughs> he rips off the commissioner's face, <laughs> which would be quite the sight to see. Um, anyway, should <laughs> be quite the sight. Sorry, Bud League. Uh, the team draws straws to see who rooms with the monkey, but Chubb discreetly coordinates it to where Coop gets stuck with Ed, mm-hmm. much to Coop's chagrin. And did you notice, like, there's there's a few things if you're paying attention, like background mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, you catch little things that you could tell the actors were trying to make sort of moments that if you're paying attention and catch it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It never lands in this movie, but there's one voice that. As everyone's like, aha, Coop, aha. One person's like, way to go, Coop. Don't get too close. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> yes. There's a few moments where you're like, I think he's falling in love with this monkey. They're our closest ancestors. It's basically like having sex with a human. Yeah. <laughs> Coop's like, hmm, let's test this theory. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, I already heard monkey balls are really big. Let me see. <laughs> let's see the cojones on this baby. <laughs> um, the two get back to Coop's apartment, to which Coop bought Ed dog food. We then meet mm-hmm. Coop's downstairs neighbors, a witty child, Liz, and her pretty single mom, Lydia. Mm-hmm. They barely bat an eye at this baseball player having a chimp at his heels, like if it's a normal yeah. occurrence. Well, she's like, Mom, look. She's like, I know he's been up there for three weeks. He's never said anything, implying that she would like for him to talk to her because right. she's, a, she's a very lonely housewife. She's a very lonely housewife. She's, a, so des- she's, not, she's a desperate housewife. So she's not a housewife. She's yeah. a very lonely single woman. She's desperate. She's desperate for male companionship. She needs the loving from Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. 
But they. Uh, She's a little deuce coop. <laughs> little little deuce coop. <laughs> hey, that, that's where I thought the nickname came from. Yeah, he's was a big Beach Boys little fan. Deuce, was Deuce Cooper, Deuce Coop, yeah. little Deuce Coop. I was like, oh, okay, it's that. I was like, wait, a curveball? Yeah, isn't he throws a terrible curveball? Uh, but it doesn't phase them that he has a chimpanzee yeah. with them. Um, and they seem even less alarmed when the wild animal in jeans lunges off the top <laughs> balcony, making manic guttural noises. At the mention of spaghetti. I was just about to say, Ed lands on a picnic table, excited at the prospect of a spaghetti dinner offered by Lydia, and helps him bring in groceries. Primates love pasta. Yes. You don't know this? Uh, Jack politely declines Lydia's offer for dinner and dessert, maybe. <laughs> oh, uh, some pie, perhaps? <laughs> Oh. oh, to which she makes a backhanded remark about stopping to smell the roses. Um, and it was funny because because we hadn't seen this in years. I forgot that the that uh, the comments after this made more sense. Uh, he's like, he's like, she's like, you know, people usually just get a dog. He's like, it's not mine. It's the team's. And at that point, like in my head, for some reason, I thought this is the first time they're meeting him. I was like, mm-hmm. so they I'd be like, wouldn't they say like. What team? Who are you? Hi, hello, who but, are you? But then when she says, you know, is that your monkey, Mr. Coop, or something mm-hmm. like that, or Mr. Deuce, or something, yeah. it's like, oh, he's probably, he's been up there for a while. They yeah. they know each other. Mm-hmm. So now starts more hijinks. Ed has a thousand-yard stare once he's in Coop's apartment uh, <laughs> to, to where that sent off alarms for yeah, me. Yeah, and he has these red <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Uh, Coop calls him a brown noser for helping Lydia and Liz downstairs. And he likes to sniff ass because he's a monkey. Yes. Uh, Something clicks and Ed starts grabbing his monkey nuts and starts frantically pointing (laughs) at his junk. Uh, Since when do chimps have an awareness of allotted places to go to the bathroom and believe they should use them? They should just go. Yeah. He's just... Well, wild animals. But then again, he's... Somebody somebody took the time to dress this monkey... (laughs) So this is obviously a regular occurrence. So he's housebroken. Yeah. And he's wearing... Yeah, Mickey Mantle he's wearing himself jeans. housebroke this monkey. Chimpanzee. I don't like. I don't even <laughs> want to get into the logistics of that. But <laughs> I think... He killed Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> he beat him to death with a Louisville slugger. <laughs> how come nobody's... How come this isn't like... How come this chimp isn't... A prime suspect in how let's open up the Mickey Mantle death case again. Yeah, this is this I know it previously wasn't a, wasn't a cold case, but yeah. I'm considering it a cold case. He did have signs of bludgeoning on it. <laughs> yeah, uh so anyway, the monkey has to use the toilet. Um Ed farts around on the toilet and goes literally ape, <laughs> Yes, and goes ape with the air freshener, as that's the line in the movie. You went ape with the air freshener. Um and then he Hey yo Hey, you went ape. How you doing? Hey. Um, he then, How you that's, it's like someone trying to make it's someone making a movie about friends. How uh, you doing? Ed then tricks Coop into eating dog food and steals his TV dinner. Um, Coop, which also looked gross. Yeah, but uh, yep. Uh, TV dinners aren't that appetizing in the first place. No. Um, but they're luxurious when you're a kid though exactly. kids cuisine kids cuisine nice little cosmic brownie used to get kids cuisine from the commerce comet mm. mickey mantle's nickname oh is that really his nickname yeah because he's bad at money <laughs> mm. i think he got it back in high school oh okay yeah. got you because he's bad with money <laughs> um does that even imply you're bad where, with money? Where am I? Because <laughs> oh. he's bad. He was bad with money, yes. though. Coop has had enough. 
So he takes a rusted handsaw and makes himself a hot pot of Simeon stew. (laughs) (laughs) Piping hot Simeon stew. (laughs) Primates go well with potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Not not really. Coop just... That's the... Coop, where's the monkey? Yeah, Coop, where's the monkey? He'll he'll be in the toilet in the next two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Starts patting his belly. He's like a snake. (laughs) I haven't had a warm home-cooked meal in weeks. (laughs) Not since my mom killed my prized pig. (laughs) It's in my blood. Uh, So not really. Coop just kicks him out of the apartment, but Coop lets him back in after a pity party. Ed watches a bikini contest, an, (laughs) an, an episode of Friends, and a monkey movie. He ends the night like a true American. As Coop comes out of his room to tell him to pipe down, he sees Ed standing for the national anthem, and Ed motions for Coop to join. We him. missed the um, a quote unquote self aware joke. I don't get sh- when Ed's swinging around, and he breaks oh, he breaks like one of his lights. That's right. And he gives it to. So now you give a shit, right? Well, I thought you were uh, talking about friends. So it's like I don't no, give no, a shit no, about no, no. friends. I don't care. I don't care about that. But this uh, he gives Coop the light he broke, and Coop looks at him. He's like. I am going to spank that monkey. Mm-hmm. Where it and shows the writers knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. If And if you don't know what spanking a monkey means... Watch Beavis and Watch Beavis and spank my monkey. Yes. These are my special monkey sheets. <laughs> um, Masturbation joke in a kid's movie. Yes, exactly. The next day, Coop has another abysmal game where he tries to rely too heavily on his, non-exist- on his non-existent curveball. His teammates hope and pray he doesn't use it anymore, but to no avail... After getting trounced again, Coop showers fully clothed with the fellas. Yes. Coop tells off another pitcher, and Kirby Bud, Kirby Bud, <laughs> Kirby and Bud waltz up to Coop and tell him if he can't cut it, he's gone. I had an issue with the way Coop warms up for a game because there's a tire swing out in front of the apartment complex, yeah. and he's throwing heaters through mm-hmm. it, and there's a garage behind the tire swing. But the ball never hit the garage, but mm-hmm. he always puts the ball through the tire. Mm-hmm. It, and then when Ed slips on the balls because he wants to come down and help Coop warm Ed up. Ed jumps down his PJs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is true. All the balls are in front, are under, excuse me, are under the tire. So it's like the, the physics don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. There would be dents all over the garage if because he's obviously throwing the ball through. The, anyway, it's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, excuse me. Coop, gets, Coop never actually works on his curveball. He only throws fastballs whenever he's like working out or warming mm-hmm. up. So it's like, do you even know how to throw a curveball? Trouble with the curve. Trouble. That's what this movie should have been called. Yeah. Coop gets Trouble. a care pack. Mm. <laughs> Coop gets a care package from his mom, which includes a horseshoe in the hopes of bringing him luck. Horseshoe. A superstitious teammate surrounds Coop and stoles the virtues of the charm. Ed is curious about what Coop has, but Coach Tipton, played by the great Bill Cobbs, yep. lays down the wisdom that good luck charms are rubber crutches. Mm-hmm. They crumble if you lean on them too much. He says it's all in here, using Real. Ed as an example. Yes. Here, pointing to his heart. On your monkey and heart. In here, pointing to his head, to which his superstitious teammate should have been like, oh, I never thought of that. Monkey brains. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like Dauber from Coach. Yeah. Oh, I never <laughs> thought of that, Coach. <laughs> monkey brains. Wait. Monkey brains? It's like, no, Dob. No, your heart and I, your brains. I, hey, hey, hey. Why are you talking about monkey brains? God, I love that show. Coach is a great show. Um, 
but yes, it's also a veiled, uh, a veiled reference to evolution. Um, yeah, he, they, they are closest ancestors, as Stats mm-hmm. puts it. But he, uh, Bill Cobbs, let's, uh, let's, because in sports, superstition is a big thing. But the yeah. co- coach Tipton is like, ah, it's all about heart. It's all about it's brain. It's all a bunch of hokum. It's all about hokum slocum. Hokum's pokum. It's all about mumbo jumbo trash to me. Yeah. Um, so it's all about heart, and it's about brains but it can also be about skill and if you don't know how to throw a good curveball yeah. maybe you shouldn't try like i said i don't know what it is but i love bill cobb and yeah. anything he's mm-hmm. in he's just like he's always like the wise older dude or like the the calm voice of reason he's the coach and air bud too yeah even when he plays a bad guy night at the museum mm-hmm. so i'm like i love bill cobb mm-hmm. uh he then turns around and presents the chimp with the uniform it's number seven just like the mick just like the mick uh, and while in his office, Chubb has tipped in flip a coin to chance the probability of Coop making the big show. Heads for yes, tails for hell no. Yeah. It's a really big show. Uh, the coin lands on its side, and Chubb puts a glass over it so it remains untouched. So Coop's fate is uh, is 50-50 right now. A quarter. Yes. It'll either be heads for yes or tails for no. Coop is blowing another game again, and the third baseman gets pelted in the head by a pop-up. Which, as a player, does that inspire much confidence if you were to know that your coaches are deciding your fate by flipping a he coin? He doesn't know that. No, but I'm saying if you were a player, does right. that wouldn't inspire much confidence. Superstition. Like, if you knew about it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, so it's okay. Superstitious, eh? <laughs> uh, three stinkies. <laughs> um, in a ridiculous... De- so the third baseman is out of commish. In a ridiculous decision... Jesus. I don't think he's Jesus the third was base. the third baseman. Jesus is Jesus is every baseball position. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is my homeboy. <laughs> Jesus is Jesus is the world's umpire. He decides who is safe and who is out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God is my umpire. <laughs> Shirts made by Caruso. Yeah, you can find them at a Branson Hawks store. <laughs> yeah. um, in a ridiculous situation, Chubb puts Ed at third base, or he wants to at least, after pushback from an opposing coach, the ump, played by another character Richard actor, Gant. Richard Gant, the ump gives a rousing speech about acceptance and how it is completely plausible for a wild animal to play baseball. They always refer to the rule book. There's nothing it's, in the rules that says... There's been no it, precedent. Yeah, that that's always... They did that in Air Bud. Nothing in the rule book says a dog can't play basketball. There shouldn't have to be anything. It's the rules, the rules of nature <laughs> in regards to a wild animal playing sports. Nowhere did the founding fathers of these sports anticipate animals in full regalia playing the sports that they mm-hmm. created. So why would you even think to put that rule? You, you back then you're like, well, what if animals want to play? It's like, oh, that's a good point. See, go uh, put yeah. a bat in that horse's mouth. Yeah, we should probably put that in the rule book. See, it's like, no, they don't. They don't think about that. It shouldn't. God. Sorry, they don't think about that. You shouldn't have to be in the rule book. Yes, thank you for the ASMR. Uh, we then are opened up to how far this movie is willing to take this premise. A line drive <laughs> is smoked down the third base line, and Ed propels into the air, does a backflip, catches the ball, and turns a triple play. That's the first unassisted triple play I've ever seen, is what Bill Cobb says. Mm-hmm. He then has an at-bat where he walks. Um, but before he does that, he bites the he bites the uh, the handle. Yeah, because they didn't have any bats in his size. Um, but the, there's this look of like intensity in his eyes after every pitch. You're like, oh, they're gonna make him hit a home run. No, he walks. Yeah, he walks. Like, wins the game. That's his only at bat. So yeah. I guess props. Yeah, props for being realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the he's game, he's got no strike zone, which is true. He's, he's a rookie chimp. of the year. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> At the end of the game, Ed hobbles over to the crowd and tips his cap. Ed quickly becomes a sensation, adorning the covers of various sports, muscle, and teen magazines. Mm-hmm. Ed pulls players' pants down as he steals bases, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kirby and Bud see dollar signs. look at their nanners. Yes. <laughs> uh, Kirby and Bud, who are slimy, see dollar signs as the fan, literally, yeah, uh, they, cartoonishly. That's the effect they put on their eyes. Um, as the fans and team alike go crazy for this baseball-playing monkey. Ed, Ed's play inspires the team to go on a hot streak, but stuff still isn't clicking for Coop. Still trying to throw curveballs. Still trying to throw curveballs. His balls. fastball is 125 miles an hour. Which is impossible. Which is humanly impossible. Yes. But just just to remind you of the selling point of this pitcher, he insists on trying to use a curveball. Mm-hmm. We don't even know if he knows how to throw a curveball. Anyway, I've been saying this. Yes. This has been the premise of our whole episode so far. Yes. It's how ridiculous is a monkey playing baseball and how unfitting a, a nickname is for somebody. But Coop survives. Oh, it's on cut day. Chubb cuts Christ. Uh, <laughs> and he, sh- we, we, he just needs to be ready for the reckoning that is going yes. to become when he comes back. But Coop... <laughs> Who, who, who does deserve to be cut survives another day, and the coin remains untouched after a downcast Chub knocks it into his death. Knocks into his desk. Mm-hmm. The, to commemorate Christ's cutting, the team goes about a Good Friday tradition of drinking at a bar. The team <laughs> raise their glasses to the Lord, awaiting His return. In the meantime, they talk about how they want to go to the Big Show. Which, for those of you who don't know, the Big Show is a nickname for the Major League Baseball. Which we don't we don't know what ranking this league is. Yeah. we were joking that. That they're all delusional and they're all in like single A, even mm-hmm. like B ball, right? Like not even single, and none of them have a chance to go to the show. They're all like, I hope I go to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. It's like in Shawshank Redemption, where Red says hope is the most dangerous yeah, thing someone all, can have in prison. None of them have a chance of ever getting out of prison, but they all have hope. It, yeah. it, that's exactly right. Yes. Coop gets blotto though. <laughs> so the the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> Ed takes his keys and proceeds to drive them both home while a meatloaf song plays in the most absurd thing in the movie. Everything louder than everything else. It's a great song, but you're like, how did they get this song? The, well, that's not what I was thinking. Right. What I was thinking was in a movie where a monkey plays baseball. We've gotten to the point in the movie to we're so used to it that the most ridiculous thing is a chimp driving a car. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing is you're like... Not not even like the most ridiculous thing in my brain was how did they get a meatloaf song? Not how is a chimp driving a car? So <laughs> it's it's the it's the it's all the footage is sped up. Ed is making frantic the footage Ed's it's footage stays sped up mm-hmm. just to illustrate how fast he's driving. Mm-hmm. And Ed is making frantic, ridiculous facial expressions and he's like leaning out the window and like turning, turning his, his nose up. up and he's like and he he pulls the gear shift out and then he just shrugs yes. and this is all sped up it's the most surreal fever dream mm-hmm. ridiculous absurd thing in the whole movie and it's my favorite scene in the whole movie yeah it's i hope it's on youtube because if you see anything from this movie just go watch <laughs> a scene out of context of a chimpanzee driving Joey you, Tribbiani. You'd probably home. be like Ed driving scene or something. Yeah. But this movie is kind of really is so obscure that you'd probably actually have to be more specific. Right. 
you might get a clip from the the Tom Cavanaugh show, yeah. Ed from NBC. Which uh, be- pieces of trivia? Uh, people who are up for the role of Jack Deuce Cooper were Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. who decided to do Billy Madison instead, mm-hmm. which was probably the better decision, and Matthew Perry, Chandler oh. Bing. Like, could you be Bing. any more of a monkey? <laughs> God, shut up. Uh, I'm going to go do Fool's Rush in instead. Yeah, Selma Hayek. Um, the next morning, Coop is coming back from a run, and he sees Lizzie punching the pocket. If you don't remember, Lizzie is the little girl. The little, little red-headed, curly-headed, yes. red-headed girl. Um, Coop is coming back from a run, and he sees Lizzie punching the pocket of her glove. She then asks Coop the probing question of whether or not he is a homosexual. <laughs> Which it's, hey, it's the 90s. <laughs> uh, Coop is baffled by the questioning and assures the little girl he is as straight as the day is long. Yeah. And then Lizzie asks if he's such a mom. Macho Macho Man. How come he hasn't? How come he hasn't? How come he hasn't asked her mom to bump uglies yet? Her her words, not mine. Yes, those were her exact words. It's not. You're such a Macho Macho Man. How come you haven't asked my mom to do horizontal mambo yet? Earlier, she said he had a nice butt. So who knows what this? What words are going to come out of the, this little yeah, girl? The little mouth. girl said it. Yeah, um, it's not that crass, but she is curious no. as yeah. to why and uh, as to why she, Coop mm. hasn't asked her mom out yet. And she, in a kind of a tender moment, in a realistic moment, she asks, "Is it because her mom has a child?" Which is. It's a yeah. It's a very realistic thing. Like mm-hmm. it's probably something a child of a single parent has. Mm-hmm. Like, is do people view my mom as damaged goods? And if so, is that that's my fault? Right. And that that sucks. Like yeah. that really sucks. Yeah. But quick, Coop quickly assures her that isn't the case. He just has a lot on his mind with sucking at baseball. Uh, Liz tells him to sack up and change his priorities, which she does. She said, "Coop, your priorities suck." Yeah. Um, so at practice, the whole team is hungover, and Tipton pokes fun at them as he gives them all Alka-Seltzer tablets, and not for intimidation. No. <laughs> uh, Chubb sees practice as a lost cause because the team is out of it, so he cancels it. Mm-hmm. Even even so, you know that may be the case. Coop heads towards the mound. Chubb asks him what he's going. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, what are you doing? And Coop says he's practicing. Chubb says Coop's hearing is as bad as his curveball because his geriatric ass just canceled that <laughs> shit. Uh, not exactly. His like words, that. not ours. Exactly. That's the script. <laughs> yes. uh, but Chubb tells Coop to lighten up because he's wound too tight, which he is. Um, Coop gets some confidence and he asks Lydia out. The mm-hmm. two adults go out on a date and leave the chimp in charge of the child. Yep. Liz and Who's Ed, in charge of who? Exa- <laughs> who's watching who? Yeah. Who uh, is in charge? Yeah. <laughs> is it Liz or is, this monkey? Is it Liz or a monkey? <laughs> who is in charge? Uh, it's from the Charles in Charge television I show. I want someone in charge of, of me. me. Um, <laughs> new, new champ in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Which is accurate. Yeah, because um, Scott Bale is as dumb as a monkey. Yep. That's not what we're getting at, though. No. Uh, Liz and, and monkeys are incredibly intelligent. Again, not what we're getting at. Not Scott Bale, though. Not Scott Bale. He is an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're getting at. Yeah. Liz and Ed monkey around. They raid the freezer for all the ice cream. Better go eat all the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. uh, Liz makes funny faces, which causes Ed, which causes ice cream to shoot out of Ed's Explode nose. Explode out of yeah, his nose. Yeah, like rocket out of his nose. And then he looks from side to side like embarrassed. Yeah, which, again, somebody had to teach this chimp about self-awareness because monkeys... Um, throw their shit and hump each other without even thinking twice. Well, Mickey Mantle could relate to that. So he's like, <laughs> hey, here's how I got over it. I did it. a lot of humping around. I, I threw my shit. 
I did a lot of humping around. Here's how I got over it. See, I, dr- I, drank, I drank so many bottles of Wales Drives the Gobi Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they try to one-up one another in a gross-out contest. Lizzie burps. Ed lets out a hearty belch after drinking an entire two liter of Coca Cola. Yes. <laughs> Which I watched somebody drink an entire two liter of Coca Cola. <laughs> you had a moment of self awareness. You're like, I just realized this is a, supposed to be a chimp. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was this scene. So this scene is 45 minutes into the movie, almost yeah. an hour into the movie, probably an hour into the movie. Yeah. And granted, the second time we watched it yesterday, I had had my head down the whole time because I was yeah. taking, you know, making these notes. Yeah. And it was this scene I looked up and I was just looking. I just took a second, was looking <laughs> at Ed as he's burping. And I'm like, this is a chimp. Yeah. Because he behaves like a human and mm-hmm. it is a human, like in a costume. Yeah. So you're like, your brain's like, oh, that's what it is. Being like, oh, wait, you've, you've, you've uh, removed yourself so much from the actual scenario. They're like, this is supposed to be a chimpanzee. Yes. Liz makes fart noises with her armpit and Ed's ass explodes. <laughs> uh, he goes, ah, ah, and he rips Liz's face off. <laughs> and he ransacks the apartment and takes all her all her valuable all the gold. goods. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 t- he takes Liz's fillings out. <laughs> He goes, <laughs> he like nods and, 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 and uh, he takes out Liz's gold tooth and chomps on it to make sure it's real. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he just runs, he runs out the door. <laughs> this is a child. <laughs> Liz is, Liz is no older than 10. It's okay for this, for the face ripping scene. They got, uh, they got, it, it was an adult it's stunt like double. Spaceballs. Yeah, it was an adult stunt Child double. with a mustache. <laughs> So uh, it's okay, everyone. Yeah, the two also dress up, and Ed cross dresses as Madonna. Yeah. So well, the because uh, we're like, how do they have all these outfits? Uh, Liz and, said, and she, well, and Liz said Grandma was crazy because yeah, it's because yeah, it's her grandma's stuff, um, which leads you to believe how crazy was Mom, huh? Mm. Uh, who knows? It's probably a wild. Child. Who knows the type of baby Liz was? Mm. Uh, Could have been is one of those out of wedlock babies. Who knows? Maybe her mom was excommunicado yeah, from their small town. She got herself a scarlet letter. Mm, got you a scarlet letter. Got you a scarlet letter, baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, speaking of uh, Liz's mom, Lydia and Coop have a grand time and slow dan- at, a, at a carnival. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Liz slow dances with Coop to a Bob Seger song. That's a great song. It is a great song. Also, uh... Um, Walk of Life by Dire Straits yeah, exactly. plays like, at yeah. the carnival. You're like, there's there's a lot of great music in this yeah. movie. There are moments to where they're both like, you know, she's asking Coop about baseball. Yeah. And uh, that's where we find out that Deuce is for two. Like yeah. This is, so we're like, that's where we find out where his nickname yeah. came from. I mean, I already knew what it meant, but. I mean, I forgot. Oh, really? Cause, well, because remember, I thought it was Deuce Cooper. Oh. Deuce Coop. I was like, oh, like little Deuce Coop. Like yeah, like the Beach Boys sang about. This movie was for uh, ignorant people like you. <laughs> mm, I'm glad this scene exists. For ignorant people like you, give me that exposition. Yeah, uh, but they they talk. They she talks about being a single mom, and Coop talks about uh, his cows or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, he talks about baseball. Yeah, um, but they slow dance to a Bob Seger cows song or something. Yeah. Yeah, man, I really miss Liz right now. Yeah, I miss my cows. <laughs> uh, back at the house, Liz and Ed hear the adults are back, and with the house in disarray, Liz and Ed quickly clean the house in a montage set to the classic song "Yakety Yak." Yeah, don't talk back by the coasters. By the coasters, which uh, also you can 
I wish they would have released uh, a cover by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, from uh, the movie Twins. Twins. Yak the yak. Back. Born to be bad. <laughs> Lydia and Coop share smooch as Liz and Ed pretend to be asleep on the couch. When Coop goes to get his jacket, the results of that night's party fall out of the closet after being stuffed in there by the two rascals. Ah! Busted. Yeah, as you, you see, they're off screen, but you see all the things they hit in there. Go mm-hmm. boing, boing. And they're like, boing. oh, row <laughs> Gulp. Ruh-roh, raggy. <laughs> um, no matter. Dr. John plays us in with a rendition of Take Me Out mm-hmm. to the Ball Game. Fans are packing the joint. Yeah, there's, is... there's a kid. So so the the thing that they're making bank on now is a called a Nutty yeah, Manor. I'm getting, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm getting to that part here oh, okay. right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a Nutty. It's a frozen banana. Yeah, which actually looks delicious. It looks very good. It's like covered in like chocolate nuts and stuff. And it's frozen. And it's frozen. Mm, oh, not, yeah. not to mention it's frozen. Fans are uh, packing the stadium. Ed is signing autographs and eating kids' frozen bananas. Well, to which the kid... The kid is like, want a bite of my nutty nanner, Ed? And then Ed takes a bite and he's like, hey, you offered it. <laughs> Maybe Ed ate, ate the rest of the thing. Yeah. Um, all the while, Kirby, the slime ball, yep. is talking to some fat cats about Ed's financial potential. And things feel real fishy. Yeah, they, I feel like we're about to get a conflict here. We haven't we haven't had one in this movie yet. Yes. The Richies all laugh like weasels and things aren't looking good. I, was like, I don't like this. So Coop has his mojo has a mojo back, relying on a fastball he should have been utilizing this whole time. Well, Coop has his mojo for the first time. Yeah, but it's also in reference to Chubb and Tipton saying oh, yeah, he's, like, he's back. back. It's like he never was there. He was really. never there in the first place. Yeah. He is dominating on the mound though, and Ed makes another acrobatic play. Yeah, because he's finally allowing himself to throw his fucking fastball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team celebrate another victory in the locker room. Ed, as Ed is about to indulge in his post-game ritual of cherry Coke, his eccentric teammate tells him about fruit drinks in the back. Yeah. While he's going through the cooler, Ed is ape-napped. And you can tell that it's a, gay, a plastic Gatorade bottle, and he offers it to the kidnappers. They grab him, and it makes a glass-breaking noise. Mm-hmm. Um, Coop hears the commotion, and he rushes to see Ed being put in a truck and Kirby and Bud high-fiving about the money they just made. Yep. Kirby tells Coop he sold Ed. Coop informs the team, and Chubb offers no comfort. Yeah, he says he says he says ball players get traded. It's like, yeah, they all get abducted and put in cages. Yeah, that's how ball players go to different teams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like, yes, he was sold, but we have to focus on the championship. You it's know, the reason we're here. So, you know, the one Ed helped them get to. Yeah, exactly. Chubb also tells Coop he has to focus because legendary Dodger coach Tommy Lasorda is going to be at the game the next day. So. I made a note that said Deuce has had maybe three good games, and all of a sudden he could potentially be recruited by Tommy Lasorda, famous Dodger coach, who at this time I think worked in the Dodgers front office. Mm-hmm. And you you even said like he you could just bring him up and he could be just a dominant closer. Mm-hmm. You you throw him one or two innings, yeah. that's about how long his arm could probably go when he's throwing 130 miles an hour. Yeah. But that's more plausible than having three oak, like three pretty good starts, and then all of a sudden you're in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the team is, needless to say, the team is upset, and in his office, uh, Chubb sulks and drinks and puts his foot on the desk, but the coin remains on its side still. After Lydia, Chubb has to have his stomach pumped. Yeah, <laughs> he's so he's so depressed. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, they does a deleted scene. Uh, <laughs> after Lydia and Liz chastise Coop for not going to save his friend, Coop sets out to rescue Ed. He goes to the stadium Ed is being held captive, and he sees a couple street toughs have Ed dressed as a clown in a cage. Yeah. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a clown in a cage. <laughs> yeah, so he's, 
but he and they're zapping this, him. This is him being taken care of because he's been traded. Yes, but they're they're zapping him. Yeah, <laughs> um, with a cattle prod. Yeah, uh, which coop coop coop. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say probably knows a lot about. But oh yeah, they probably. I don't know if they used cattle prods. Save the pigs, but kill the cows. Yeah. Uh, Coop comes in and knocks one out, but is charged by the by the other. As Coop is in a prone position, Ed bends the bars of the cage and escapes to help Coop. Because chimps are really strong. They are. They're strong enough to rip people's faces off. Yeah. Uh, the two escape the stadium through a window, and Ed sneaks into the back of a frozen the frozen banana truck. So one of the street toughs says like, "I'm gonna get you, monkey, or whatever." And then like Coop punches him. He's like, "He's a chimpanzee." animal mm-hmm. but you can see he mouthed asshole so yeah. you, that was probably dubbed over there's post. a couple there's a couple times you see yeah. like things that had been dubbed over but later chubb says son of a bitch well they swear in this movie right but no pro- and, and that's fine but and i'm okay with that but i wonder why they dubbed they dubbed that well, asshole to keep it pg maybe so they, they, they had, reached their limit well, i guess the, the, to keep it pg because they want it to be a kids movie mm-hmm. um they probably mpaa probably said okay take this out take this out take this out because the parameters mm-hmm. for what you could say in PG movies were different. Right. Back to, I don't hell know. and damn. I wonder what makes son of a bitch worse than asshole. I don't know. Son of a bitch is much more derogatory towards somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, that's not, you know, you can say shit now on network Unless television. Unless you're actually about. talking to a dog because it'd be true at that point. Yes, yet you could show Dennis Franz's ass on NYPD Blue. This is true. Um, but people are clamoring for that. Yes, yeah, they we got letters. People wanted to see, <laughs> as soon as Dennis Franz shows up, they're like, "Ooh, I want to see that fat ass. <laughs> I want to see that racist fat ass." Um once Coop gets out of the stadium, he sees Ed's clown costume and comes to the conclusion Ed has gotten into the truck after he sees it driving of nutty away. Nanners. Of the nutty nanners. Ed is in hog heaven. <laughs> Ed is in hog heaven. He's in hog heaven and starts stuffing his face in freezing temperatures. Silly music continues to play as you can see him start to slowly freeze to death. <laughs> Coop gives chase while we see the frozen conditions are getting to Ed. Coop catches up and tells the driver to open the back of his truck. Coop finds Ed sprawled out amongst overturned boxes of half-eaten frozen bananas, shivering in his fur. Um, Ed is shivering in his furry body is clinging to life. Coop, Coop tells the driver to call an amb- ambulance. Um, Ed is rushed to the hospital. Back at the stadium, Coop is nowhere to be seen, and Chubb is concerned his starting pitcher hasn't shown up for the championship. Liz and Lydia... Yes, those are the names. Yes. Uh, meet Coop at the hospital while Ed is hooked up to an oxygen tank and EKG machine. Coop knows he has to go to the game, but he doesn't want to leave. Have, have we mentioned the announcer at all? Just Jim at the O'Hare. beginning. Because he's a pretty big part of this well, movie. Well, yeah, we mentioned threaded throughout the movie, we get these Jim O'Hare exposition and we get this dialogue from Jim O'Hare who's calling the, announcer, the games. Who's and... also Lydia's brother and Lizzie's yeah. uncle. Yeah. So Lizzie has these moments in the announcer's booth a, with them. A very fun part of this movie. Jim O'Hare is really good. Yeah. In this, he, he He's a fun part of this movie. Much like John Candy and Rookie of the Year, yeah. much like yeah. on a smaller extent, Bob Uecker, Bob Major League, um, or the announcer. Van, Van, Van Wilder, or not Van, Van, uh, Van Wilder. Yeah, Van, uh, uh, Rance, Rance Wilder yeah, um, from Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, he was more of, he was like the bad Ranch guy. Wilder. Ranch Wilder. Yeah. And then the announcer in Little Big League. Yeah. Um, so you always had the announcer calling the games yeah. as they're going so on. So just yeah. to give a shout out to Jim O'Hare. Art, Jim O'Hare, yeah. the announcer. He's prominent in this movie yeah. as well. Um, but 
Coop doesn't know if he should go to the game, but Lizzie insists, and she says, Ed gave me power of attorney. <laughs> yes, we, it, both, we both said if either one of us was in some shit, the other one would pull the plug. Who knows what they talked about the other night? Yeah, exactly. They could have had a deep, shared a, smoked a bowl. Yeah, and they could have roasted a bone. <laughs> that stone of the bone. And, and she heard Ed say, hey, <laughs> this shit goes down. This shit goes down. And you need to pull the plug. I'll let you pull the plug. Do it, Kimosabi. <laughs> I got nothing else to live for. Especially if he was killed by his nutty nanners. <laughs> um, Coop concedes and not to give her power of attorney. Yeah. Just going back, she didn't really have power of attorney. Yeah. Coop concedes to the request of going to the game. Mm-hmm. And he and Lydia rush out of the hospital. On his way out, Coop knocks into Kirby, who yells after him, if he steps on the field, he's a dead man. Not mm-hmm. that extreme, but he threatens yeah. Coop is if, uh, if he steps finished. on the field, he's done. Uh, Coop gets back to the clubhouse clubhouse and tells chubb to sitch chubb is con- chubbs chubbs is concerned <laughs> that he's like oh my god <laughs> he, t- he, t- he tells chubb and chubb's like what and he tells the oh, oh my god <laughs> i need i need a minute <laughs> <laughs> holy chubb smokes. what's wrong holy moly uh holy macaroni <laughs> uh, chubb is concerned and tells the team who are fired up about it they exclaim they'll win the game for ed and murder kirby we could kill kirby yeah that was uh they're they're the the side characters of the team are are enjoyable too they're not too obnoxious no like the really superstitious wacky like character he's fine they're about normal for you get in a sports movie where you have like two main characters and then the teammates are kind of like scott farkas is like this long-haired like surfer dude yeah he's like where's my bag of dirt Squirt yeah, my bag of it's dirt. Like, what's up, dude? He's like, uh, he's like, good job, dude, or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, great, no, no, good dude. job, monkey, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah, no, no, dude. No, 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 dude, no. <laughs> I wasn't looking to make a picture of that monkey, dude. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> up, dude? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? Oh, but they want to murder Kirby. Uh, before the game, though, we get to Kirby, and now his dad, who, if you watch the show, Dharma and Greg, and yeah. and uh, he's he's the, he's... Uh, Greg's dad and that, but he's also in Liar Liar. Yeah. Um, but he uh, Kirby's with his dad and Tommy Lasorda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy's like, where's Ed? The real Tommy Lasorda. The, the real Tommy Lasorda yeah. makes a cameo. Um, <laughs> it's not like when they try and cast someone as the president in movies, and, and <laughs> it's not the president. Yeah. Uh, I'm loving it, Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. That's not Tiger Woods. Um, Donovan McNabb. Yeah, Donovan McNabb. <laughs> yes. Well, he was, he, was, he was Donovan McNabb, and then later on he was Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Sunny Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, Tommy wonders where Ed is, and Kirby tells them both, <laughs> just with a smug look, he's like, I sold Ed, to which his father is furious. Yeah, how did, what, you did? You just, he's uh, like, you idiot, why'd you sell the monkey? He's like, I knew you were switched at birth. Um, the team starts off well. The game starts, and the team starts off well, and Coop comes out firing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eccentric teammate pulls a ball foul, that takes Kirby's hairpiece off, to which he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, however, as the game progresses, <laughs> Coop starts slowing down because you can't maintain throwing 135,000 miles per <laughs> yes. hour all day. An entire nine-inning yeah, game. That's why you need to be a closer. Yeah. Um, back at the hospital, they sure are wasting a lot of electricity on a chimp who probably has nothing more than just a little hypothermia and a bellyache from all those chocolate-covered bananas. Right, exactly. Liz prays to God, and he heals Ed, and the Lord has risen after being cut from the rockets. <laughs> Her prayers are answered. Hallelujah. Ed wakes up, much like in the Bible, when Jesus would raise primates from the dead. <laughs> he starts having a conniption, and the doctors rush in to sedate him. 
Go what? and make disciples. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he walks off. <laughs> Be fishers if you of... ever have to make up your mind, <laughs> Dr. Dr. John. John. Yes. Uh, uh, you knew, you knew. <laughs> yes. you, all, any Dr. John in, in the 90s. This is man. <laughs> Um, Liz cries out in opposition and Ed slinks away as the doctor gives himself the shot of sedation on accident. The two escape as the doctor fades out into La La Land. Mm -hmm. Coop is still struggling in the top of the ninth with the racist slugger coming to the plate. Mm -hmm. This is the same team that faced at the beginning of the movie, mind you. Uh, Chubb walks out to talk Coop out, to take Coop out. But Coop hears a siren, then commotion in the stands. Someone had a heart attack causing a distraction. (laughs) Tommy Lasorda. (laughs) Tommy Lasorda died this year. So this year, 2021. Right, 2021. Not uh, 1996. Yes. Uh, <laughs> him and Mickey Mantle at a suicide pact. <laughs> Tommy sort of chickened out, though. <laughs> and it caused him great guilt. <laughs> he, he walked into the monkey murdering. <laughs> so he, Ed is blackmailing Tommy yeah. Lasorda. <laughs> Um, but he hears a commotion because he sees Liz and Lydia escorting Ed in his hospital gown to a seat. The mm-hmm. crowd roars in jubilation at the return of their savior. <laughs> um, Chubb's ke- Chubb keeps Coop in. Coop calls timeout, stopping the game to get some go get some sugar yeah, from Lydia. Yeah, I was going to say takes a nice – I had a note. He's taking a nice timeout to get some sugar from his yeah. girlfriend. And I ain't talking the two pounds of it sitting in Ed's monkey gut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They're lip-locking for all the world to see. Yeah. After his good luck – kiss coop talks trash as he faces down the batter his first pitch smokes smokes by for strike one his second pitch is launched but much like in so many other baseball movies the suspense is quelled by the ball going foul Foul ball foul ball after being shaken up by the ordeal coop looks into the stands at his chimp god for guidance (laughs) ed looks over and then back at coop and the camera pans down to show ed showing two fingers the deuce and his ape wiener dangling out from under his gown (laughs) yeah it's it's like when someone makes the little circle and and, and to make they do like the little circle game oh you got me where they show it and you're like hey and you look at their leg and they're like ah shit you got me and they get to punch you yeah but ed is really giving the two fingers sign for a curveball is it time for jack to finally earn his nickname of deuce coop winds up and fires his opponent swings and whiffs as the perfect curveball goes by yep the team and crowd go wild tommy lasorda tells the owner he wants coop pay him whatever he wants i want him i want jack cooper in la next week pay him what he wants like do you have the authority to do that? that's not the job of the owner of a minor league team (laughs) and coop is carried off the field on his teammate's shoulders as the coin on chubb's desk falls on heads the ramones play as lydia and cooper are driving down the road in coop's truck they have a little kiss and liz pops up telling them to go get a fucking room yeah exactly Uh, coop yells out the window asking if someone is hungry he throws a frozen banana out the window towards the trailer towards the bed of his truck and Mm -hmm. we see a glove shoot up and catch it it's ed it's revealed to be ed swinging on us on the swing set they stole from the apartment complex like granny from the beverly hillbillies exactly the movie ends on an overhead shot as the new family goes the way of the pioneers and look to start their new life in los angeles that was ed about a monkey who plays baseball a lot a lot to unpack and digest with that movie so like with all of our other offerings thus Mm -hmm. far Matt, is there anything good about this movie? This just reminded me of being a kid, mm-hmm. renting this a lot. Not, I don't remember what the initial appeal of this movie was. I think even at that time when we'd rent it, we knew that it was going to be bad and we wanted to kind of flex our riffing muscles 
and just in for as long as I can remember, we've liked to indulge in things that yeah. were not that good. Just have mom rent movies. Yeah, where exactly. Probably like, what it's is? Like, this let's try movie? this. Yeah. Um, it's a charming movie. It it is. It's very stupid. Yeah. Um, the premise is absurd. The script is not that good. Um, but like we said, Matt LeBlanc is is good for what he is in this. Did mm-hmm. the best with what he had. Uh, Lydia is. I, Lydia is a great character. I think the child actor mm-hmm. did a good job. She wasn't overly obnoxious. Um, yeah. Other than that, it just reminded me of childhood. Not to mention, um, the coaches. Oh yeah, Bill Cobb, Jack and, Warden, and Jack Bill Warden. Cobb. They were they were they were good characters. Mm-hmm. The coaches were. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stupid moments just given the premise of the movie. There's some pretty good. Um, Kind of sarcastic, snarky dialogue from uh, the coaches. There, there is something funny that's really brief. That, excuse me, that I pointed out yesterday. That after Ed drives Jack home, there's a scene like Ed's in front of the toilet and he's like mm-hmm. peeing in the toilet, and Jack like is groggy and he like shoves him over, and you can hear the pee leave the toilet and hit the newspapers next to the toilet. Yeah. I was like, that that's a funny. That's like a funny bit. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> but then it gets surreal because like. They're both. They fart- share a bed now. Hold <laughs> that too. But they're both farting. And it's just a zoom in on Ed's eyes, just kind of like sheepishly darting back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just. It's one. There's a lot of moments you sit there, your head in your hands, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. But as a kid, the appeal is we're baseball fans. Yeah. The, and it's the, silly. Everyone looks convincing as baseball players for the most. Part. For the most part in this movie. Yeah. Which that's a gripe that I think I have sometimes with these sports movies is that. No one looks that believable, mm-hmm. um, which we're gonna get to in Air Bud Seventh Inning Fetch. Yeah, but then again, those are kids. But yeah, still gonna rip still in. Doesn't matter. Lot. Yeah, every, every, those were kids. Every. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's gonna be dealt equal amounts of vitriol mm-hmm. for your sins. Exactly. Um, and it's simmer and boil over, baby. Yeah, exactly. I'm just glad that our Lord and Savior was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, JC Caviezel yep. went back. Mm-hmm. But. Overall, it's fine. It's it's stupid. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna give it any awards, mm-hmm. but it's something that I like and reminisce about and have fond memories of as a yeah. kid. Still, you know, still enjoyed it. It's, it's not something I'm gonna stick up for. <laughs> if no. it gets a barrage of hate, I'm just gonna deep duck into the background and be like, "Yep, <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's stupid. I don't think it deserves a 2.7 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. I think it deserves a nice clean five. But I'm glad that we have these this segment at the end of episodes yeah. to be like, listen, it's okay to find something positive, something good in something mm-hmm. bad. I think that's really nice for people to hear in this world of negativity and cynicism. You get these cynical movie reviews on YouTube where all they do is shit on it. Yeah. And you're like, you had to have liked something. I think think they take their critiques way too seriously. Yeah. Whereas we just are kind of purposefully cartoonish and exaggerated about a lot of stuff. Most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes it will be warranted. It's completely warranted. But we know that some what something is. You still so, enjoy it even if it sucks. Yeah, exactly. Which is the whole which is the name of the game here, like we say. Yeah, at the exactly. Top. But that was Ed. That's the end of the show. Mm-hmm. We started from the top, now we're at the bottom. That being said, the house lights are up, the film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>